Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Competition Countdown. My name is Amanda, and I'm stepping in as the host this year, and I am speaking with members of the Chap Tones, Adrian, Valentina, Teddy, and Cora. Hi, how are you all? Hi. Hi. So good. <laughs> the nervous, excited smiles are great, y'all. I wish you could see them. <laughs> so if someone would like to start, just tell us a little bit about the Chap Tones. Um, yeah, so the Chap Tones were founded in 2014, um, and we were really priding ourselves on being a really inclusive group that accepts uh, different majors from all across campus life. We really want to promote like family in our music. So uh, that's really where we lie in terms of our, you know, heart of our sound. We compete um, mostly every year. We've had a couple of years that we didn't compete because of the pandemic, but that is pretty consistent with a lot of other groups as well. We've made it to semifinals uh, four times in the past, and now this year we're very excited to be attending for our fifth time, um, and we're just really grateful to be here. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty incredible for a group that's only been around nine years. The last two or three years have been completely destroyed in terms of what we think of as normal competition or normal anything. What kind of, you said you, you welcome all kinds of majors, and you know, we're seeing a lot of groups that pop up that are coming out of the music programs now, or, you know, a school like Berkeley, where they're all, they're all music majors. Um, what kind of majors do you have in the group right now? Literally everything from film production to uh, we have writing majors, we have psychology majors, a couple music majors, uh, education study majors, uh, really every part of campus life, electrical engineering, even <laughs> there's a lot. So, I mean, making it to the semifinals several times already, that means you guys must work pretty hard. Like, what does your rehearsal schedule and, like, meeting schedule look like? This year was my first year being the music director for the Chapdowns, so it was really interesting because I'm a violin performance major, so a lot of my background comes from how I practice and how I practice with the violin specifically. And so I want to implement kind of the same kind of structure because especially for violin it's a very competitive field so I wanted to have a balance between like enjoying the time we have with each other because we do value family and we do consider like chaptons to be our, like our second family but I also wanted it to be a little more serious because especially with the pandemic and having so many new members last year it was just kind of like getting back into like the flow of things and so this year since we had so many returning members we wanted to kind of establish a really good foundation and setting the kind of like the bar at a really high level so that we can continue that ball to roll for the future years even after i leave so a lot of the structure i had was you know just planning it in a very strategic way where we can work on our musicality and work to build the group not just for this competition but for like years to come awesome so you know back when i was in college in the late 90s hearing that you're saying you're a violin major how do your violin teachers feel about you spending all of this time in a different musical endeavor well I started violin very late, so I'm, I feel like I'm always doing this like catch-up game because I'm basically going to be going against so many of the violinists that started at the ages of like three and four. My violin professor that I study with currently, I mean, she's very excited that I do this, but also it's a little bit worried because she's like, you should be investing so much time in your violin and in your craft because specifically because it's my major and I plan on getting a master's and a doctorate in this. But I think it's also a great out like source that I can do because I can't do choir in my, my college because of the program and how intense it is, but mm -hmm. it's, it's a little uh, part of me that I just can't let go and I just love it so much that it will help in everything I'll do probably in the future because it's still music related and I it's like something that I can look forward to every single week. That's good to hear. It's good to hear that you weren't kept from doing it either. I, that was a common theme back when I was in school. So how do you all go about choosing a, a set, choosing your repertoire, and then from there choosing what you do on the competition stage? So we've done it different. I've been in the group for two years um, and we did it a little differently both of those years. But 
we do pride ourselves on like creating a set that like everybody has a part in forming. So for example, this year, um, we did want to have it arranged pretty early. So over the summer, we had everybody submit three songs that they would want to do. We make a big Spotify playlist and then we send it out to everyone and have everyone listen to all the songs and really like really think about what songs would work the best. And then we do a voting on just people can vote unlimited times, however many songs, but any song that they would want to do. From that, we make another Spotify playlist. And then I think we each chose like two songs that we wanted. Um, we basically just keep narrowing it down. Um, mm -hmm. And we did that until we had 10 songs. And then we sat on those 10 songs for a while. And once our new members were in the group, we voted within those 10 songs on one song that we wanted to base our set around. This year, that was Erase Me by Lizzie McAlpine. And after that, we had a discussion with the arrangers of the set about what songs we would want from the other 10 songs that we chose that we thought would fit best with that song. And that is how we built our set this year. That's quite a process. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it about Erase Me that drew you all to it as the kind of the crux of your competition set? We got a lot of Lizzie McAlpine fans in this group. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think that just the the way that the song has so many layers to it, even in terms of like the story, but also just in the musicality of it itself, like there's a lot of slow parts. There's a lot of fast parts. It just was a very unique song that we thought could really like really build a strong core for our set that we could mm -hmm. build other things around because we also do take time to think about what story we're trying to portray when we're on stage and that song just we knew we could take it in a lot of different ways and we knew that everybody in the group could relate to it somehow it's just an emotional song but like emotion is good because you need to be able to tap into something when you're mm -hmm. performing so I think we all just knew that it was going to be it, it was going to be a hit like it was going to be something that even within like our group like we were all we knew that it was going to like resonate with all of us and right. we it was kind of a no-brainer when it was picked like I mean it was like most it was almost unanimous I'm pretty sure awesome so well now you've got one round under your belt how did the quarterfinal round feel for you guys I mean clearly you did pretty well you're moving on but what was that like honestly it was I feel like all we were all just, we worked so hard and we were finally just ready to perform. I think we just had so much anticipation. We put the hard work in. We knew we put the hard work in over the months that we spent rehearsing that I think we we're all just ready just to have fun and like share the stage, share the stage with each other um, and just have fun and just perform it. And not that we didn't expect to do well, but like it's, this is such a tough competition that I don't think any of us were just like fully expecting to move on. It was sort of a shock to us all. And it was just this euphoric moment of, oh my gosh, like we actually did this. We get to go to semifinals in Oregon. At least that's what it was like for me. Like I said, not that I didn't expect us to perform well because I knew we'd put the work in and I knew that, but um, it's just not really something that you kind of expect at a competition like this because there are so many other talented groups and just mm -hmm. watching at all the other group sets, I was just blown away by the amount of talent at that quarterfinal alone, more or less looking forward to semifinals, what that competition is going to look like over there. But it really truly was just a euphoric moment. I think for all of us, I, a lot of us got really emotional, myself included. I had tears streaming down my face. 
Um, and then we were also lucky enough to win like an outstanding choreography award for our song Erase Me this year, which was kind of like, like uh, Cora was saying, like the basis of our set, like a base of our set. So it really just was an emotional moment for all of us. And it was like, honestly, one that I'm never going to forget a core moment with my second family. And it was, it was just really, really cool. <laughs> right. And for those people that don't know, you guys are based in the West division, right? Mm-hmm. Which is perennially one of the best. I mean, the SoCal vocals it, on their competition years, they're, you know, <laughs> We, we we hear their name we're like all right see you in new york so i mean you guys aren't in like a <laughs> you didn't get a pass with your yeah, first round right so uh what kind of feedback did you get that you're hoping to incorporate to make your score higher in the next round <laughs> next to you but we we got a lot of positive feedback that we were really happy with um obviously all the critiques that the judges give each year just really helpful not only for the competition season but just for future with the group um but one of the main things that we really got um applauded on was our, our blend and our overall group sound and that is something that i i really think we pride ourselves on because we are so connected like as a family as we've all kind of been saying but other feedback i think some of the things i'm blanking on <laughs> what some of the feedback was if anybody wants to jump in i'll jump in because i think i still have the scores i have it in my backpack but i don't have it in the group chat so i think a lot of the things that they were talking about previously was just like like val was saying we had a lot of great feedback and a lot of positive feedback coming back to us which is so helpful and just so encouraging to us but a lot of times it was sometimes like how we might like attack or establish ourselves for them like it could be for our VP, like how he wants to articulate some things or what parts we want to bring out or what sections we might even want to bring out um, for later. Because even, like at this level, I mean, you have to just get really down to the nitty gritty. Because when you're learning a piece, it's it's very easy just to be like, okay, like learn the notes, learn the rhythms. But once you get like passes, now we have to really get into like in tune and we have to really think about like, well, what part really needs to be brought out? How are we uh, compared to the soloist? Like, are we bringing out the soloists? Are we lifting them up? Are we supporting them? And so it's such little things because, I mean, thankfully we had, I think a lot more judges this time than we did last year. So we got a lot of like different variety of uh, opinions, which I think is really important because everybody's going to listen to music a little bit differently. And we're all going to also like interpret some things differently. And so getting that feedback also keeps us in mind or we keep the audience in mind of like, what could they want? Or what are we expressing? What are we doing well? And what could we improve upon? And so I think a lot of like the notes that we got, though they were, there were a lot of great and positive notes. There were also like notes, critiques being like, oh, the VP could express this out or keep rhythm in this specific session or keep the energy going. Um, a lot of those notes that we got just previously, I think it's, well, I think also based on like the people that I've talked to that were in the competition were also saying how a lot of it was just like how much we just enjoyed the energy that was coming out from the group. And I think we also pride ourselves on that because that family environment that we strive for and that we created, I think should come out on stage. And I think it did. And I think that's what made us kind of stand out a little bit more. And I think that's something that we'll probably continue to do regardless if we go on to finals or not. I mean, whatever performance we're going to give, we're always going to give our best. Awesome. And it's so nice to hear you all focus on what you were told that you did well, because oftentimes I think people forget, they're like, oh, we've got to fix all these little things. But the ones that go on and move on in these rounds know what they do well, and they highlight what they do well. So I'm glad that you guys are focusing on that. And competition is not usually all groups do. What else do you guys have planned for your spring semester? 
So we have, uh, well, right now we're in the process of doing uh, funding for our trip to Oregon. So um, some of the group members are going around to some of the sororities doing like spoils um, and things like that. Uh, we also have our spring concert coming up in May. Um, and throughout the year, we have other performances with other groups. Um, upcoming, uh, this upcoming Sunday, we have a performance with one of our dance teams on campus. They do like a, a spring concert every year and they invite all the acapella groups on campus to perform. So we'll be performing at that. And then we also have um, Midnight breakfast, which is a tradition at Chapman, which we always love to do. Um, it's basically the Monday of finals week. There's a big uh, breakfast set up at like late at night in our student union. Uh, there's performances from by our dance teams, by our acapella groups, and we all just enjoy like breakfast food right before finals kick off. So just a great way to kind of connect with our Chapman community. Um, we're constantly doing things around campus and then fundraising in the orange area, um, going to the other schools, performing at other schools for um, events like the California Acapella Festival at UCLA. Um, and stuff of that nature. Awesome. Uh, we are also releasing an EP within the coming weeks titled Dreamers Are Selfish on Apple Music and Spotify. So that'll be coming out soon. So like definitely be on the lookout for that because Chapton's is releasing some new music. <laughs> Yay, that's awesome. And make sure you send it to the to the station too so that definitely. we can play it for you here and, and promote it all over our socials too. So, and then, you know, at this time, you've got what, another two or so weeks before you head to Oregon. So what... What are you cramming into this next couple of weeks? But at least for me this year, I, I said this before, I love structure because I didn't have that. And I was like, I really want us to like really be focused. And I want us all to be on the same page. And I think we worked so incredibly hard. And I made sure that happened the day we got our music. I mean, I was like, this is going to be our plan. Like I would structure our plans. And I think right now, because we did so well and because we had such great comments, I still want to highlight those things. But mm -hmm. I think for the future, I mean, I'm a violent performance major. I know I can hear like the very small little details because it's something that I have to focus on every single day. And I want everyone to kind of hear the same things I do. And I want us to just really hone in and feel even more comfortable because my thing going into the competition was I want us to all feel as confident as possible because I said it to the whole group, like practice doesn't make perfect, but it does make confidence. And I want us to go into the competition with the utmost confidence because it will show on stage. And so I want us to probably listen to our set, listen to all the videos that we can, that whoever recorded our videos, I mean, listen and really tune in of like, what can we do even better? What can we do to express our love for music and our love for each other and really just hone in those really small details while looking at the music, analyzing the score. What were the arranger's intentions? What was the intention of the original like person who wrote these pieces? Just all these like fine details that sometimes we don't always have the time to talk about. Just because we already put in the work, we already know our set, we know our choreography. It's just a matter of just continuing to build that so we just don't forget it and we just continue to feel comfortable. Awesome. Anything else you want your audience to know about your set, about your group before they see you on the big stage? We just have so much fun. I just like, I know like, all of us had friends and family come and watch. And afterwards, my family we went out to eat and a couple of days later, and my mom was just telling me how it looked like we were having so much fun on stage. And she said that that wasn't the like that wasn't the case for every group she saw. And and she said it like almost made her emotional because it just looked like we were all connecting with each other so much that we were not even like aware of this huge audience in front of us. And I think that that 
is something that's so special about this group is that every time we perform that adrenaline kind of takes over and we have parts in our set when we're jamming and we're dancing and we're looking at each other and when you make eye contact with somebody else in the group it's the best feeling in the world because in that moment it's just like you and them like jamming and having fun and you truly forget in a way that like you're performing you're competing like we run off the stage at the end and like I forget that it's a competition like I just we all felt emotional after even performing like before getting results because it just feels so good to perform with each other um and I think that's just something that's so special like we get nervous and we go on and we drill things but at the end of the day once we're done performing, like the minute we're done, we all share that same universal feeling of just like, that was the best feeling in the entire world. And the last thing on my mind in that moment was like, oh, we have, you know, we're going to get our results in half an hour. Like, no, we're like, we're all just like, that was everything to us. And it just feels good to go out and know that like we did our best and, and that at the end of the day, like we had fun with each other and, and it was the most fun 10 minutes of our life. That's so good to hear. And what a lucky audience up in Oregon that's going to get to see you in a couple of weeks. We wish you guys the best of luck. We can't wait to see how it all goes. And I hope it's just as much fun as your semi or as your quarterfinal was. So good luck, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you.